Welcome to The Fulfillment Project. I'm your host, Sarah Fennell, international fitness model and former IFBB Pro figure athlete turned personal development sponge, entrepreneur, and online marketing junkie. I want to have it all in life, and I am not afraid to admit it. This show is for high-performing, high-vibing humans who are ready to take action, step through their fears, and up-level their life and business. Join me as we take one more step closer to that today. Welcome to The Fulfillment Project. As always, I am your host, Sarah Fennell, and this is your place where I help you feel fulfilled in your fitness business by making you a great marketer, great at sales, great at doing high-performance living so that you can feel your best in your life and your business. And our topic today is going to be about high performance. So, Jose, I know you listened to this. This episode came recommended to me or, you know, I guess requested by a client of mine, Jose. She went through my iLaunch Masterclass, which was an eight-week online program that gave you a transformation program and taught you how to actually launch it as an online group program. This comes with setting up opt-in pages and sales pages and building your funnel and your sales system. And we just finished that up last week. And uh, Jose did amazing, amazing with her launch. And one of her requests to me was, How do you get so much done in a week when it comes to putting out content like this, like podcasts or showing up on Instagram stories, talking to an email list, preparing for launches, and really like doing all the stuff in a business that needs to get done? And, you know, this comes with high performance. I love talking about high performance. It's something, a skill that actually I've been working on since 2014, so about four years now. It's something that we teach in our in our mentorship with our clients. And it's something that's needed if you really, really, really want to get ahead and up level and feel fulfilled in your business and in your life. Because high performance is not just about uh, you know, showing up in your business and getting everything done. High performance is you are high performing in all areas of your life because you know that they are all interconnected. So let's talk about that today because I'm sure maybe you're in a place where there's certain things that didn't get done in your business last week or there's things that you've been putting off or areas of your life that you might feel be, you know, slipping a little bit. And I'm using like bunny ears here with my fingers as I say that because I think, you know, in order to want to in order to feel happy and fulfilled, we want to feel like we can do it all. And you can, if you learn this, and I'm using bunny ears again, <laughs> this this balancing act of life and business and all the things that we want to get done. And it really comes down to four key areas. And let's go through those four key areas today. Because if you want to have a thriving business, if you want to take things to the next level, if you want to be, you know, putting in a content stream, like a blog or a podcast, or maybe like a video stream, you want to be emailing your list multiple times per week, you want to be showing up on Instagram stories, talking to people in the DMs, coaching your clients and like running that high performance business that I know that you want. It, uh, it takes some skills, man. <laughs> it, it takes performing at a high level. And the number one thing that we're going to start with talking about all this, number one thing that needs to be in place is you. Because what is the common denominator for all of this? It's you. So high performance starts with you and you operating at your very, very best. Because... If you are not, you know, if you don't feel healthy, 
if you are not optimally energized, if you are not mentally clear and focused, everything else from there will crumble. And this is something that I, it's, I mean, I still work on it. And this is something that you never actually master. But how do you operate best? And this is why, like, I can I can attest that I am a super self-aware person because I have massive visions for myself and what I want to do and, and the impact that I want to make on people. So I know that if I need to be showing up in multiple areas per day, per week, putting out massive amount of content and really attracting in who I want to impact and make a difference with in this world – It starts with me. So I need to be really self-aware as to how do I operate best? What makes me feel great? When do I feel most energized? When am I most creative? And understand that so that I can actually schedule in my life and my business to coincide with how I operate best. And then we're always trying to tweak, okay, how can I perform better or how can I feel better? And this is what actually led me to realize that, you know, if you listened, I think it's episode 18, I had my breast implants out um, May 22nd of this year because I knew something was off in, in my body. Like I just didn't feel right. And there were things I wanted to do in my business and my life that I just couldn't. And I was like, what the heck is going on here? Like there's something wrong. Um, even right now, I, I will totally admit to you, uh, I don't feel good right now. Actually, I skipped out on a podcast episode coming out coming out last Monday, and that's the first time I've ever missed an episode. And for someone who is a high performer, likes to feel accountable to when I'm going to be putting content out, you probably didn't even notice, but I did. Um, I have been hit with gluten twice in in the past month. Um, Once was yesterday, and I'm not feeling great right now. But I know that I've been hit with gluten because it affects the way my brain works. And I don't feel optimal. I don't feel creative. I feel like there's like this blanket over my brain. It's a little bit of fogginess. Um, So I was hit with it two weeks, and it, it really put me down. So I was lacking on putting out content. I've been less on my stories because of it, and it's not making me feel great. And as someone who notices that wheat and gluten really affect me, I have to be really, really careful with my diet. So we are going away to a wedding tonight, and I'm actually, I don't want to say that I'm scared, but there's a part of me going, crap. I know that I was just hit last night, which is Friday right now when I'm recording this, um, I know that I might be hit at this wedding and what am I going to say to the food that's being served because it, it's a wedding. So I'm going to have to probably eat beforehand and be really picky on my plate because I know that I got a shit ton of work to do this week in my business coming up. I need to be really careful with what goes into my body. So I am a super sensitive person <laughs> from a from a nutritional standpoint, I guess you could say. So I have to be really careful with my diet because it has been affecting me the past little while in my business and the way that I want to show up. So when I say that things start with you, you need to be really self-aware because, you know, when you you get to the point where you're like, I don't feel like doing that. And when you quote unquote, like feel like doing something, it's when you don't feel like doing something, it's probably because your energy is down. You're maybe like a little foggy or tired in the brain. You just don't feel like, you know, exposing yourself into the world and putting yourself out there. That's a state. And as someone as myself, like I am an introvert person, I would literally love to like shut myself in the house and like never talk or see anybody (laughs) because 
because people drain me. So I am an introverted person who doesn't like putting myself out there. But you would probably never, ever know that because of how much I put myself out there into the world because I have worked on improving myself and honing in on that skill. So when we get to the point where we're like, ah, I just don't feel like doing that, it's because you have not primed yourself and gotten yourself into a state of high performance. And number one, that starts with you. That starts with the nutrition that you feed yourself. That starts with the activity that you put your body through. That starts with the personal development that you do on yourself. You know, do you meditate? Do you manage your stress? Do you manage the relationships and the conversations that you have with people every day, every week? Do you manage the influences that are in your life? What you look at on social media, what you watch on TV, the conversations you have, Do you read trashy magazines? Like, what do you fuel your entire self with? That determines how you feel and how you will show up in your business. That's the foundation. So until you start really honing in on the foundation, all the the other stuff that I'm about to say is probably going to go out the window. So high performance starts with you. It starts with how you feed yourself, how you fuel yourself, how you energize yourself. So getting to the gym and working out or doing yoga or doing meditation or reading or getting yourself and priming yourself for those high performance states, it starts with you and starting to become really, really in tune with how you operate best. Because I think we can all imagine those days where you're like, Woo! I am like on top of the world. You're clear, you're energized, you're like networking, wanting to like message people and put yourself out there on social media. And you're like, I don't know how I got all that done today. That is a high performing day. And you can actually have those days every single day, as long as you prime yourself for it and you know how you operate best. So, number one, it starts with you understanding how you feel yourself, and then also understanding what gets you in a creative state the most. And this is something that I really, really learned this year and something I'm really starting to hone in on a lot right now. Because as a marketer, you are a content creator. Just just think about that. So you need to put out social media posts. You need to write emails. You need to maybe do podcast episodes or write a blog or put videos together. You know, you need to create programs. You need to be creative for launching things and getting people's attention. So as a marketer, you are a content creator, meaning you need to be super creative. And being creative is about putting yourself into state again. And this is something I've really been like tweaking and playing with definitely the last four or five months. So for myself, and everybody is different here, and I'll kind of just let you know what I do, my creative states come when I'm out of the logical analytic. So on this podcast, we've talked a little bit about masculine and feminine energy. You know, masculine energy is the doing, the logic, the analytics, um, the performing. Like you're looking to end something. You're looking to get to a destination. You're looking to build something. I am highly masculine energy. So I have to be really creative because, or I have to be really careful because a creative state will actually come from the feminine energy, the being, the not doing anything, the not thinking. So for myself, to get myself into a creative state, uh, meditation, it is one place to like shut my brain off. That also helps with stress. It clears your mind. Creativity will come in when you're most clear and you're most 
not thinking about anything at all. Creativity for me comes um, listening to my trance music. I freaking love trance music. It's very meditative for me. I love listening to trance music when I am doing cardio. Cardio is very, very creative for me. Um, I had some conversations with uh, my iLaunch masterclass on our last call last week and uh, the girls were saying that they get their best social media ideas when they're like working out or doing cardio. Yeah, because you're actually in a state of being. So even though like cardio and training activity can be a very masculine energy state because you're doing something, you're in a performance state, it can actually be that place where you clear your mind. You're not thinking about the clients who are driving you crazy. You're not thinking about your family or your kids and all like the household chores or doing laundry or getting groceries, making dinner. Oh, I got to respond to this email, all this text message came through. We need to get ourselves into those states where we're not thinking about all the umbilical cords that are on us for life and our business. So maybe it's driving in the car for you. Maybe it's out in nature going for a walk. You know, you need to figure out what that is for you. For me, it's meditation and it's cardio and it's driving. But I also have to be careful because I will notice that sometimes I'm listening to way too many podcasts and, and I'm not listening to music enough. Like music is it will really get you into a creative state. So sometimes I get way too much into my masculine energy and I am listening to podcasts at the gym and listening to podcasts when I'm driving and, you know, maybe not doing meditation as much as I should during a week. Like, hey, like I am far from perfect. But again, it comes back to being self-aware. So if you've been like two weeks and you feel you're like, oh, I have like no ideas and I'm not creative, step back and look at how you've been operating. Have you been giving yourself that space for that creativity? And if you don't know what that is for you at all, this is when you get to kind of like test the waters. Like when do you feel most happy and alive? That's usually when the creative states will come. Sometimes it's in the shower. I've been uh, on a little bit of a, a trend of throwing on music in the bathroom as I get into the shower because I find that'll kind of shut my brain off for what I'm about to do for the day. So test that out for you. Test that out for yourself and see what that's going to be for you. After we understand ourselves, we're self-aware, we know where we operate best, we know where we are most creative, then we can go into the actual planning. So to be a high performer and to get a lot done during your day, it doesn't come down to sitting down that day and going, okay, what needs to be done today? It starts with long-term planning. And this is something Joe and I just did about a week ago. Um, we did this a year ago as well. So at the end of 2017, we got one of those big year-long calendars that you use the uh, dry eraser markers on. It's in our office. So last year in 2017, we did this, and then we just did this to, for our 2019 year last week. So we planned out all of our 2019 year. Yes, absolutely everything. And when you can start with this long-term planning, oh my God, it exploded. Like we more than doubled our income this year because we knew exactly what was happening. Now, do plans change? Sure. Do you throw different things in if you get ideas? Sure. But from a day-to-day -day perspective, I need to know what I am doing three months, four months, six months from now so that my tasks today coincide with my six-month year-long plan for myself. So, for example, for Joe and I, we plan our 2019 year. We are having three mentorships running. There's one starting February 1st. There's another one starting in May and another one starting in September. Um, we are launching a 12-month mastermind coaching program in January. So we're planning for that. 
we have a big, big, big event coming April 13th and 14th. We're not ready to really unveil what that is yet, but I'm really excited to let you know um, that will be coming in the next month that we'll start announcing that. So you need to know what is happening in your business because maybe there are things that need to be booked or people that you need to reach out to or starting a marketing strategy for that in the months to come. And this is why people really don't excel in their business because your marketing Like how I am showing up today is actually going to bring us money probably four months, six months, a year down the road because content streams like this, I'm building a relationship with you. Like that's why I do this podcast so that you can get to know me better. You can get to understand my history, figure out, you know, hey, do I like Sarah? Do I not like Sarah? Like this is a relationship I'm building with you. That's the point of a content stream. The real, real, real point of this podcast actually is probably going to come to light in about five years down the road. And I will explain that later on of the whole point of this. But we need to be doing certain things in our business for that long term vision. Don't just do something because you like that someone else does it and you're like, oh, that's cool. I'm just going to start a podcast. Why? Why do you want a podcast? What is the purpose of that in your business? This is time consuming for me. So from an ROI perspective in my business, I want to make sure I get this time investment back through various different sources. And it has, you know, some of you have come into my iLaunch Masterclass. Some of you are in our mentorship because of this podcast, coaching clients, like, The point of you, when you put your time and effort into a business uh, task, like, like what I'm doing right now, you know, this has to build a relationship with you or else why would I be doing this? And I find a lot of people are, they're doing a lot of stuff. Like, do you feel like you're doing a lot of stuff in your business? You're like, I'm doing all this stuff. I don't know why I'm doing it. And I don't even know if it's even coming back to me. So let's strip that all away. Let's do some long-term planning for you because I want you to know what you're launching in January. I want you to know what you're launching in April because if you don't know now, guess what? Those launches most likely are not going to be as successful as they should be. So long-term planning is number number two for high performance. First, it starts with you, then long-term planning. If this long-term planning idea and concept makes sense to you, and you want help with this, Joe and I have a one-day workshop on November 2nd. Yes, I'm doing a shameless plug right now. Um, but this is exactly what we're going to do because it is so highly important. And we have seen so much benefit and return from doing it last year. And I know that it will, our income will literally triple next year because of this, because we are so clear. We know our numbers. We know the certain amount of people we need in events. Like we just know our numbers. We know our long-term vision. So if you want help with this, This is what Joe and I are doing on November 2nd in Hamilton, Ontario. If you go to learntoearnofficial.com forward slash workshop, the registration is all there for you. Nine to five, November 2nd. We're going to help you plan your 2019 year. And then in the afternoon, I'm going to help you plan the marketing for that. So you're going to have the business plan and the marketing plan. So learntoearnofficial.com forward slash workshop. I'll leave uh, I'll leave the link here in the show notes. I really didn't mean to shamelessly plug that, but it ties right into our conversation. So we would love to spend a day with you. After your long-term planning, then you can go into your weekly planning. So once you know what you're doing in your business, you know, even if it's services or program launches, like you need to have a weekly plan for what's getting done for that. 
this is my weekly plan. Now, again, this comes back to understanding how do you operate best? How do you want your week set up? And what do you want focused for those days? So for myself, Mondays, I have no coaching calls on Mondays. I clear my schedule on Mondays, but it's actually a ram-packed day. Joe and I usually end up working till 7 or 8 o'clock at night on Mondays. We don't have the kids. It's a great work day. So Mondays, I do a lot of marketing stuff. So if you follow my stories, you know I do my Market With Me Mondays. I will sometimes record a podcast. It's a lot of creative work as well. So maybe it's writing some emails for the week. Um, Maybe we're working on a project. Maybe I'm working on sales pages. Um, Admin stuff as well is for my Monday. So my Monday is really it's a total office day of usually a bunch of random stuff but allows me to get set up for my week it allows me to feel organized before I actually jump into all my coaching stuff and allows me to just get a solid day like sometimes eight to ten hours of actual just work done so no coaching calls on Monday Tuesday Wednesday Thursdays are my coaching calls so I don't plan to do a lot of admin that day that's when we do coaching calls and I actually don't start my coaching calls till um, 10 a.m and, and we'll talk about that when we get into like the daily planning um, I will also do some podcast interviews on those days so Tuesday Wednesday Thursdays are like my connection days it's when I'm like talking to everybody a ton of messages um, there's a lot of marketing there's a lot of coaching calls and it's just it, they're very busy days Fridays. This is when we're usually doing some live teaching like our workshops. Our November 2nd event is on a Friday. Um, We see our mentorship groups on Fridays and Saturdays as well. We're actually seeing them this week coming up. Um, I will do some podcast recordings as well. And they're usually sometimes slower days. Like if we're in the office, it's like wrapping up the week, finishing off some stuff that maybe didn't get done. Um, But it is still definitely a full work day. Or sometimes I'll take a half day and I'll like do lunch in the afternoon with a friend. So Fridays are a little bit of a a little bit of an oddball day, so it's kind of like catch-up or random or teaching or a bunch of stuff. But my Mondays to Thursdays are very, very regimented and very diligent. And with scheduling only my coaching calls for Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursdays, it's helped me be highly, highly productive on my Mondays and my Fridays. So, you know, maybe you don't have that option in your business. You're like, I need to see clients six days a week cool. Maybe you want to block off some some daily stuff. So maybe you have a massive block on your Mondays. Like you, like if you're a trainer, I know you might have like early morning clients. Maybe you don't see clients from 9am till like 4pm. And from 9 to 4 on your Monday are like your creative time. That's your admin time. That's your catch up, your messages, your emails, that type of thing. Then we come into the, oh, I forgot to mention, Saturday mornings. Joe and I do about three to four hours of work every Saturday morning. So this is a Saturday morning right now when I'm recording this to come out on Monday. Uh, we will do messaging with clients on Saturday mornings till noon. That's um, that's our boundaries with clients. I will do some email writing, um, yeah, and record podcasts and stuff like this. So we always get a bit of work done on Saturday mornings because – Like, I don't take a full two days off. I just don't. There's really just too much to be done. I want to make sure we're connecting with clients, answering messages. And if I take a a full two days off, Mondays end up being way too much of a catch-up and not much of a creative time. So if you work for a couple hours on a Saturday morning before you can totally, like, hit hit the off button and then enjoy your downtime, it will actually really, really help you for your weeks to come. And Sundays, we shut down. 
Now we go into daily planning. So it starts with you, you making sure you're getting into your state. How do you perform best? When are your creative states? You do your long-term planning, plan six months or plan a full year in advance. Then go into how are you setting up your week? And then we can go into the daily planning. And the biggest piece of advice that I have for this is plan the night before. Don't wake up on like Monday and figure out, okay, what am I doing today? Because that actually kills a ton of time. And actually, if you do a brain dump the day before, this will actually help you sleep better. I don't know about you, but like my brain kind of starts spinning when I'm like laying in bed. I get into bed. I'm like, okay, I got to do this tomorrow. I got to do that tomorrow. Oh, I can't forget to do this. If it gets written down, it actually allows me to completely like shut off, enjoy my night, actually fall asleep and not spin for a little while there. So that really, really helps. How you start your day is absolutely everything. I've talked about this before in other episodes, but this has to do with high performance for sure. So for example, my day, I get up, I have the same routine, like Joe calls me like a, he he laughs at me at how routine I am, but that's, that's how I operate best. I get up, I have my warm lemon water with apple cider vinegar, with sea salt, hot water. That's how I start my day. I do meditation. I do some creative work first. Like I'm not into messages. I'm not into emails, but I like writing emails to our list. So if you're on our email list, The emails that you get from us, they're all written from me and they're usually written very first thing in the morning. I find that's when I am most creative. I will usually have somewhere on my notepad on my phone ideas and stuff I want to talk about so I know the content that I do actually want to write. And then after I do some creative work for an hour, maybe two, then I'm at the gym. So I wake up anytime between 5 and 6 a.m., creative work, getting into my day, having my warm lemon water, and then I get to the gym to open my mind and allow more creative flow to come in. And then I don't start my coaching calls till 10 a.m. So I do coaching calls from 10 a.m. till, um, depending on the day, like we go pick up the kids at 3, or if we don't have the kids, like we will work till 5 or 6, um, depending on the day. So I have learned that this is how I operate best. It has taken me a long time to really understand my schedule. And hey, this is probably going to change. And I am totally open for that. But it comes back to that self-awareness. Think to yourself, how do I operate best? How do I want to show up in my business? When do I want to integrate with clients? I would rather do back-to-back-to-back coaching calls like I do on Tuesday, Wednesdays, and Thursdays instead of having like one coaching call on a Monday morning at 10 a.m. and then I need to get into like creative stuff in the afternoon. Like it just doesn't work like that for me. Coaching calls, they they drain me. And I think like maybe you can understand when you serve people, it they take a piece of you. And especially for me, like I'm an empath, I'm intuitive, like I'm an I'm an I, I ugh. <laughs> I'm an introverted person. So people take my energy. So I have to be careful on where I schedule my client calls. So that's why I would rather do back-to-back-to-back client calls. I know I'm serving people on these days and I don't really need to get into like massive creative work because it's just not gonna happen for me. And then I can practice my self-care and my recharge after that. And I also want you to understand is don't be a slave to your messages and your emails. This is something Joe and I have really started been working on the past few months. Control your time and have focus time. So I have actually turned off a lot of notifications on my phone. I want you to think about it. Maybe be be aware today as you're going through your day. How many pings and dings and (laughs) how much do you get taken out of state every single day by being notified by everybody else's demands on you? So 
I mean, for myself, I have emails coming in. I have texts. I have Facebook Messenger. I have Instagram DM. I have Instagram notifications. I have Facebook notifications. We work with our clients from an app called Basecamp. That's our communication tool. I get a gazillion notifications every single day. And if I am constantly being notified by that, like literally at probably every 15 minutes in my day, it takes me out of what I'm doing. So have some focused time. So maybe take those notifications off on your phone. And I have scheduled time. Like I don't live in my email. I don't live in my Instagram DM. Even our client messages, like there are blocked times where I'm like, okay, I'm going to spend the next 30, 45, an hour, depending on like how much stuff is there to answer back to all client messages and get that stuff done. I'm going to answer emails and catch up with everybody else. I'm going to check my Facebook Messenger. What's going on in my Instagram DM? Let's connect with some potential clients. Like you need to focus that time or else it actually takes you out of state for the work and the creative stuff that needs to be done in your business. Another thing that I love to do is airplane mode. So if I'm in creative, like if I'm writing an email to our list, like it takes me about a half an hour to write a really good email, sometimes 45 minutes, not gonna lie. My phone is off. Like it is off. It's turned over. I'm not looking at it. I'm not being taken out of state because you will actually waste. And this is a whole point of this conversation is how to get more done in less amount of time is you need to have really focused time. And if you're being taken out of state and you're being like in reactive mode to everybody else's demands and messages on you, how are you ever going to be focused and high performing to get done what needs to be done? It's going to probably take you double the amount of time, which is probably why you're wondering, how am I, how does Sarah perform the way that she does? How does she get so much done? Because I get that done. Like Jose, that's why she wanted this. Marta. I met Marta for the first time. She came into our mentorship. We started a few weeks ago. She's like, how do you get so much done in a week? I plan, I prioritize, and, and I have my focused time. And that has taken me years. I mean, I've been running my business for seven and a half years now. I've been putting content out for almost 10 years before I ever even started my business. So it has taken me like 10 years of really learning how I perform best. Joe and I are performing better today than we were six months ago, than we were a year ago, than we were two years ago. So if you have this constant growth mentality and this constant self-awareness and and doing like an audit every single week, like Joe and I will do this. We'll be like, oh, so much time was wasted here. How can I make this better? Then as long as you have that growth mentality and you can be aware and you can be honest with yourself, that that's when you'll grow and that's when you'll get better. And that's when you'll truly come into high performance and be working on that. So number one is really understanding what gets you in state, how do you perform best, what makes you feel most alive, integrated into your business, most creative, understand those states for yourself and how to get into them, how to take care of yourself, how to fuel yourself, have some long-term planning. Like honestly, you should be knowing what you're doing. Like it is October 13th when I am recording this, it's going to be coming out on the 15th for you. You should be knowing what's going on in January for your business. If you don't, you're actually already behind. That's a big jab to you right now. <laughs> That's my push. That's my push for you. Long-term planning. Weekly planning. Know how your weeks are set up. Have your weeks flow the same. Like really, like I don't know about you, but I perform better when I'm in a regimented state. Then have your daily planning. And really, like all of this comes back to if you understand the bodybuilding community, if you understand contest prep, bodybuilding prep, fitness prep, and I did that for six years, and I think that's why I can be really self-aware to long-term planning, because I know 
if what I'm doing in my business right now. So if let's look at it from the fitness perspective. If you were in a contest prep, if you need to be on stage January 24th, let's just throw that date out there. I don't even know what day of the weekend it is. Let's say you need to be on stage in your posing uniform, looking your optimal best. You're about to be judged on January 24th. You are about, you know, three months out from that. What you are eating today matters for how you're going to look on January 24th. How you are operating in the gym today matters on how you are going to look on January 24th. How you are sleeping, absolutely everything will matter from the aesthetics of your body on January 24th. So the exact same concept and philosophy works in your business. What you are doing today, how you are showing up, how you are operating will matter for the income that you are making in your business on January 24th. Trust me. Trust me. So start operating better. Start planning better. Start showing up better. Start being super self-aware as to how you can perform better every single day. Your business will grow. Your income will grow because you will grow. Like ultimately, that's the whole point of it. If you are not growing, if you are not learning, if you are not getting better, then neither is your business, my friend. So hope this helps, Jose. I hope this has helped. If you guys want me to go on about a topic, if you guys want some insight on something, honestly, like hit me up with a DM, shoot us an email, like contact me somewhere. I'm always answering messages at certain times of the day, (laughs) absolutely everywhere. So hit me up. Let me know what you want to hear. And uh, I would love the feedback on this episode. Did this help you? Let me know. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode. Honestly, shows and podcasts like this are not possible without you. So I have so much gratitude for my listeners. You freaking rock. If you want to find me over on Instagram, I am sarah.fennel. Tag me in a post. Let me know what your favorite episode is. Hit me up with a DM. I will always write you back. Shows like this are not possible without ratings and reviews. So if you feel so moved, please write me an honest comment, an honest review, and let us know what you think of the show. 